What if you didn't wait till after the miracle happened to shout? What if you didn't wait till after the miracle to run and to jump and to leap and to rejoice and to praise Him? Hallelujah! What if you didn't wait till after the battle was over? What if you just shouted now for the victory? Come on. Come on. Do you feel it in the back? Do you feel it in the media booth? Hallelujah. I feel him in this place. an opportunity to respond appropriately in this atmosphere because you don't know what's about to happen next but when you praise him in this atmosphere no weapon formed against you shall prosper there's nothing that the enemy can do hallelujah to people that have an understanding and a revelation of who he is and what he's able to do Clap your hands and throw your head back and shout to God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. We praise your name. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. I know some of y'all still in 4th of July mode. There's fireworks going off in the house. There's an explosion happening in the house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thursday night during our camp meeting service, if you see this on live stream, don't tell our district board, but my wife reached down during the service and was going to take a quick peek at the live stream because we wanted to be in two places at the same time. And she pulled it up and just showed it to me. It looked like popcorn in here. The place was going crazy. Amen. And that was a last-minute service. We didn't know that Bishop was going to be able to be here. 
And I didn't know that he was going to be able to be here tonight until yesterday evening. And I'm thankful he, he is going to be back um, starting the week of the 19th. I believe that's a, that's a Monday, but we won't have church Monday night. But he'll be preaching at Louisville Central over in the gym that Tuesday night at Hope on Wednesday night, main campus Thursday night here on Sunday, and then Tuesday, LC, Wednesday, Hope, and Thursday, main campus. And it's going to be a very powerful time, so make your plans now. Make your plans now. I, uh, I know he needs no introduction. This is really not about introduction, but just to understand the value. There is nothing so valuable in my life to have as his covering and uh, it really doesn't matter what kind of day or what kind of week or what kind of season I'm having I pick up the phone and he answers on the other end and I hear his voice there's just something about the shepherd's voice you can recognize it through all of the Stuff going on. Hell can be just raging in your life, attacking and assault, and just the shepherd's voice brings a peace and a confidence. And these many years, I can't imagine how difficult I have been to pastor at times. Uh, you're welcome to share any of those stories, but I hope you don't. And he's looking at me saying, No, no, let's not do that. So. Amen. The Lord somehow took this rough, stubborn, bullheaded man and managed to be able to use him for something in his kingdom. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about me. And it takes a strong hand to pastor some people. And um, I have tried through the years to become more and more submitted. I'm not trying to become less submitted. I'm trying to become more submitted. We have greater battles to fight. We have, we have more victories to win. We have greater things to do for the kingdom of God, and that requires a greater level of submission. He that is greatest among you, let him be the servant of all. Amen. John said, I must decrease so that he must increase. So the longer we live for God, the, more, the less of us should be evident. And I, I am working to do that. And I'm, I'm thankful that he has never given up on me. And he's there. He's there always with a word of encouragement. Occasionally with a word of rebuke. But many, many times a word of instruction. And sometimes it's just one sentence, but it's just everything I need to hear. And I am so thankful. I am so thankful. He's not only my covering and our family's covering, but he is, he is covering for this entire body. And the anointing comes down from the head. And uh, I'm, I'm so thankful. And at 79 years old, he just had a birthday. At 79 years old, a week or two ago. On the 21st of June, I believe. 
And uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of people would be retired 15 years ago on a golf course somewhere or on a boat somewhere or moving down to Florida or whatever. And he just gets busier and busier and busier. And I've always said, if you want to live a long, healthy, successful life, stay valuable to the kingdom. And I thank God for my covering that is not, I mean, hopefully, I told him the other day, I said, thank God for a clean bill of health from the doctor. Thank God you got 30 more years. He said, 35. <laughs> And I'm, I'm so thankful. Now, I'm, not, I'm not just trying to take a lot of time, but I'm going to tell you something. You've you got to be careful to listen to every word comes out of his mouth. I've, I've learned that through the years. He, he's not, he's not going to say it ten times. He's going to say it, and you need to catch it. You have to catch it, and you have to respond to it. That word goes out. And it's a seed, and faith has to grab a hold of it. And you can't, faith, hold on, faith has no hesitation. It doesn't hesitate. It hears the word, it receives the word, it responds to the word. So when he's up here telling all these stories, and I assume he will tonight, he's up here telling these stories. He's not telling it for our entertainment. What's happening is the Holy Ghost is saying, I got somebody in the house that this applies to. And if I did it for their situation, I'll do it for your situation, and I'll do it right now. you believe that? Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. We love you. Man of God's coming. talk to you tonight on the subject the Sunday night pardon a Sunday night pardon let me read what a pardon is an act of forgiving or being forgiven for an error or offense to be pardoned from his sins a remission of the legal consequences of an offense or conviction. Forgive or excuse to release an offender from the legal consequences of the offenses of conviction and often implicitly from blame he was pardoned for his treason. To be pardoned is to use used to indicate the action and the thoughts of someone are justified or understandably given the circumstances, one can be pardoned the suspicion that some of his errors were deliberate. Um, I know it's a lot of words, but um, 
I want to talk to you about a Sunday night party. Thank you, Pastor, for allowing me to be here. And uh, we had a great time Thursday night. Oh, I tell you what, I was preaching this this afternoon at two o'clock over in Versailles or Versailles or whatever it is, and um, my phone kept ringing. I told them they start. I said, "Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Let it ring. Let it ring." And uh, I'd say a few words, and the phone would start ringing again, and I'd look around and said, "Don't turn it off." After I got through preaching, I got my phone, and I had several messages on there. And I, So I called the first one, and he said, Brother Bourne, my God, have mercy. What you said Tuesday night, it's all coming to pass already. <laughs> he said, Tuesday night, uh, you walked up to a man. Let, let me read it. And um, Leonard Barrier, at Brother Rocco's brother-in-law, asked for prayer Tuesday night. He said, uh, he told his pastor this a while ago. He said, uh, I don't know what this man's needs are. That's what I said. But make it perfect in Jesus' name. He said, that's the only prayer he prayed. I don't know what his needs are, but make it perfect. He had, I don't know if I can say this word, scoliosis. Uh, had it from birth. Uh, one leg was two inches shorter than the other one. He was on uh, medication for uh, high blood pressure. Had been a problem for him for years. And he said, before he got home, he, he, he almost fell down because all of a sudden his legs were the same. That leg grew. He was used to. And all of a sudden he, he went to give, and when he did, it was too long. It was just right. was Tuesday night and then I got another call if I can find it the man said brother Borne was uh, a baby in the hospital on Monday and said uh, you told us to go pray and doctor said the baby wouldn't live through the day. It, um, trying to remember what exactly what they said was a problem. But the parents had, had just lost their first child with this uh, same uh, medical problem. And now they said this one wouldn't live through the night. Identical to the first one that they lost. But God stepped in. Touched it on 
Tuesday night. Uh, I, I got a picture of the baby here. I don't even know where it's at now. I'm not really up to it on these these phones. Uh, give me just a minute. Here it is, holding the baby. And the doctor said, we don't know what happened. Would have said, uh, Brother, Brother Campbell is holding this baby. One of the men who was at church that night. And uh, he said to me a while ago, he said, while I reached over and touched this baby and prayed for her, I looked around, and you had your back to me praying for the other man, and God healed both of them at the same time. Oh, Lord. And instead of having to bury a baby and go through the grief of losing the second child, with the same disease, God stepped in and said, I can make a difference. And so it, it's my opinion that God wants to make a difference here tonight. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 4 says, for it is impossible for those which were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good works of God and the power of the world to come if they fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh off upon it, and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them to whom it is dressed, received blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected, and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. When I, when I read that, it, the Lord just got a hold to my heart. He says, uh, But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing. And the Lord said, I want you to tell those folks, somebody here, you, you hadn't done exactly right. Matter of fact, you've done really wrong. And so all of you folks that's got the victory, maybe I'm not talking to you. Maybe you'll rejoice with me when God cleans them up. But if there's someone here that uh, for some reason they went the wrong direction, well, I'm here to tell you that even though you're nigh unto cursing, you almost God's God's fixing to give you a pardon tonight. Yeah. 
this this could even involve a, a sick person. God can give you a pardon for that and heal you. And when you walk out of here, uh, you'll be able to walk straight. You'll be able to talk straight. You'll be able to live straight on the job because God has made you over again anew. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Instead of a lifetime of regret, uh, what what is five minutes? Uh, maybe you, you got in this altar tonight or just repented where you are and then give God all the praise that you can give him. I, I appreciate you worshiping the Lord up here. But if there's one person here tonight that God would forgive, oh, dear Lord, it, it's not something that we're going to take lightly around here. You know, he, he said, I'll swap you a lifetime of sickness or pain for just five minutes of praise. And when I... In Genesis 42, the first murder on record grew out of the first worship service at the first altar. Let me read that again. The first murder on record grew out of the first worship service at the first altar, Genesis 42. And so it's my honest opinion that, boy, someone's going to leave here different than the way you came. I'm, I may have mentioned this here before and possibly have, but God keeps bringing it to my mind. And for someone, they need this. I, I was preaching in Biloxi, Mississippi. And uh, I, I looked at a man sitting on the front seat right where that man is sitting over there, right on the end. And uh, I told him, I said, you need to worship the Lord tonight. And uh, he, he, just, he just looked at me. And I said, um, maybe you didn't understand me. I said, you need to just stand up and raise your hands and worship the Lord. And he looked at me and shook his head. He said, I can't. I said, sure you can. You just stand up, raise your hands. And when the Lord comes on you, you might get a little excited or respond, but he wouldn't. Finally, I looked at him. I said, because you have not given to God just a five-minute praise, what you're facing tomorrow is going to be the end of the line. I, I, I didn't know that he was facing a court-martial at Keesler Air Force Base the next day. And uh, when he went in before that, that colonel who was to um, give him the sentence, that colonel looked at him. He said, last night about 8.30, I typed out your freedom. And I said, I'm giving this man a complete pardon. And he says, I have it written in here. And uh, I think it's a beautiful document that I can present to you. 
But when I look in your eyes, I see rebellion. And because of the rebellion I see in you, I'm sentencing you to 25 years at Leavenworth with no good time days. And he took that document and ripped it into pieces. And he said, take him out. I don't want to see him again. And he sat in a service like this. And people were worshiping. But he said, I can't worship. I think I can. It's, it's a simple thing tonight, uh, and, and the Lord put it very clearly in Hebrews chapter 6, or it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good works of God, good word of God and the power of the world to come, if he shall fall away to renew him again. But the Lord said... Uh, J.J. Bourne, I want you to go up there and tell them that I am going to give a Sunday night pardon for somebody. And when he's told me that, I said, oh, my God. Somebody ought to be mighty happy that you can walk out of here free from the encumbrances of sin. You don't have to walk out of here without having what you need from God. Hallelujah. My oh, Lord, have mercy. What, what would God do if uh, a, a person, uh, I can't see you, but uh, I guess that's okay. It's probably a good thing or I'd be right on your case. Because I'm just about to the point that I'd drag you out because I knew if I got you out, it would spare your life tomorrow. Yeah. Hallelujah. And uh, if I can't get you out, I'm going to find somebody to worship in your place and tell God, Lord, uh, I'm, I'm doing this for them. They wouldn't respond, but uh, I got someone to respond in their place. And if you could accept that, but no, God wants you. I say he wants you. He wants you. My goodness alive. And, and, and just think. If I had that man here tonight from um, Philadelphia, Mississippi, I grant you, he'd be dancing because all his life, and he's 50 years old, and he's had to go around 
with a big limp because one leg just didn't grow like the other one. My Lord. Is there anybody here like that? Are you? Come on. Don't be ashamed to hit me down. Don't run off. I need you up here. You look like someone who could really cut the, cut the mustard. Someone that just at the drop of the hat. Just if the spirit fell on right here, you'd start. I dare you to respond. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. You're not doing this for you. You're doing it for somebody here. Jesus. It's a, it's a Sunday night thing. You know, we had a, a, a retired colonel when I was working in the bank years ago. He, he, he come to work at the bank um, and um, he said, what do you do? I said, well, I, I preach. I'm, I'm here. I had a week off, and they wanted me to uh, figure the interest on savings, and so I'm here to get all that taken care of this week. He said, um, how long do you preach? I said, well, that really depends. I wasn't about to tell him. <laughs> he said, uh, well, let me tell you, seven minutes is long enough. I said, that's what I do. Seven minutes. Sometimes seven times 70. <laughs> but I always cut it off six times or seven times six or seven times five. I can see you on that. I hope I can find that person who needs to just step out in the aisle now and say, God, I need forgiveness. Maybe you don't feel like there's anyone here, but if you are, I appeal to you now to step out in the aisle and then come walking up here and let me lay hands on you, pastor and myself, and because this is your night. God told me that I'm going to give a Sunday night pardon. Boy, 
normal when I, I sat down and I said, God, uh, he, he told me to turn to this scripture. I turned and read and I said, uh, you said once they've been enlightened to all this wonderful thing, there is, there is no repentance. But God, you told me to tell them tonight that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them just a, a chance. It, it, it don't seem right for we that live for God every day. And you've been playing a while. But, uh, boy, when God... This is not real deep because someone's walking on in shallow water and God wants you to get out into the deep. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, you sit there, I'll find you. Mm. Hallelujah. I don't know how old you are. That don't matter. You're 80. You may not be able to jump over the, the pews. Like the one man that when I looked at him, the altar call I give him was, hey, sir. And he said, yeah. I said, get to this altar. He didn't even go to the side. He ran right down through the top of the pews. And boy, it parted like the Red Sea. But God wants give you a chance to just walk down the aisle and say, I need forgiveness right now. Lift your hands. Worship the Lord. Will, will God do it? God will help you, lady. If it's you, God will help you. Just Brother Bourne, all of us are good Sunday Christians. That, that might be all right, but... It's the wrong place to stand, and maybe this is where it's at. The devil trying to stop me. Hallelujah. All God wants to do is give you another chance. He's not wanting to embarrass you. He's wanting to take you and wipe you clean. And when you walk out of here, there won't be nothing that's got you bound down. Hallelujah. Uh, I, I would have loved to went another direction. I thought I was going in another direction. But God said, there's somebody here. And I'm, I'm going to give you a good shot at it. Amen.
Okay. doesn't matter where you have been. God said this is going to be the Sunday night pardon. It doesn't matter how low you have stooped. This is going to be the Sunday night pardon because God is going to wipe the slate clean. My Lord, have mercy. You know, if, if you may be right, but God may have told you to get out in the aisle and worship. And if you don't, that's rebellion. And the Bible says rebellion is a sin of witchcraft. So if God just hinted to you, I mean, it, it, at my age, all I got to have is a hint. Boy, and I go in that direction. Hallelujah. Uh, another brother that was at that church Tuesday night, he called me a while ago. He said, Brother Bourne, you told me to go back home tonight to my church and that God was going to give you one of the best services you've ever had. He said, Brother Bourne, I'm telling you, it fell like rain out of the very throne room. He said, the richest man in our town, a multi-multi-millionaire, walked in there. And, and while I was telling him what God would do, he jumped up and run to the altar, weeping, fell in the altar saying, I need help, I need help, I need help. They baptized two. One of them got the Holy Ghost. The other one is going to get it this week. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I told him, I said... God's going to bring you a hundred people. Well, that, but you, he's going to forgive you. Just lift your hands and tell God you're thankful that he's talking to you. Hallelujah. Wrong place. Matter of fact, sir, you, you know how to worship, don't you? Come up here. Where'd, where'd my guy go here a while ago? Come on up here, sir. God's fixing to pour it on you. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. God wants to make you. Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, hallelujah. I'm, I'm telling you, we're about that far from an absolute explosion around here. Because God's going to help this lady. Could I have a couple of real prayer warriors come up here? Get around this lady. telling you, God told me to tell this church it don't matter where you've been, this and that, that time's fiction to expire. And so you got a shot at total forgiveness. Could we have some ladies come right over here? God wants to help you, ladies. God will help you right now. Come on, come pray. Come on, come pray. Come pray. You need to let the Lord do something in your life tonight. This ain't play church. We're not here to just say we came to church. We're here to get our lives right. 
Come on, the Lord sent the man of God in this place with a word for people. If it applies to you, you need to pray. You need to come pray. You need to come pray. Come on, pray with somebody. Pray with somebody. Don't just pray a little two-minute prayer. I want you to let the Lord take you somewhere that you haven't been in a long time. Come on, greater faith. Every campus. Every campus. Come on, it's time to get in alignment. Oh, hallelujah.
Don't underestimate this moment. Come on. Don't miss this moment. Don't miss this moment. Let the Lord give you a complete cleansing, a washing covered by the blood. It's time to get it right. If you've got a problem, it's time to lay it down. It's time to quit hiding behind the curtain. Come on, let's get to heart cleaned up. Let's get your mind cleaned up. Get your life cleaned up. Would you pray with somebody? I know you think this is only for two or three. It's not. This is a word from the Lord. Somebody is getting pardoned before a curse comes on your life. Oh, Jesus come on come on I'm telling you God's doing miracles in this place right now God is doing miracles in this place oh hallelujah some of you need to forgive so that God can forgive you if you forgive men not their trespasses neither will your heavenly father forgive you of your trespasses Hallelujah. Come on. You need to forgive and release and forgive and release. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, greater faith. Come on, greater faith. This is what revival looks like. Oh, hallelujah. We can't come to church and come to church and come to church and continue to do the same things that displease God. We've got to come out of it. We've got to let God set us free.
Come on, let it go. Come on, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Lay it on the altar. Cast it down at the feet of Calvary. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's joy that's coming after the pardon. Some of you are going to recover your joy tonight. Come on, don't be a spectator. Don't be a spectator. Some, there were some lives hanging in the balance tonight. And the Lord is trying to equalize it. The Lord's trying to make it right. The Lord's trying to bring people back to righteousness and holiness. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Come on, don't sit around and look. Be a prayer warrior. Be an intercessor. Be an intercessor. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Come on, the breakthrough's coming. Oh, hallelujah. This is just forgiveness. The healing is coming. The joy is coming. Deliverance is coming. Hallelujah. in your name God Woo! my God my God my God pray for somebody I know some of you are afraid to just open up because you're, you're afraid of what might happen if you'll release it if you'll release it God will heal God will bring healing in the name of Jesus oh God